All right, we're kicking off uh, the year 2024 with uh, Ryan Seaman and friends here on Adobe Radio. Thanks for uh, tuning in again. Another another week, another episode. Um, this week is a, is a really awesome and special episode for me because I, man, I've known this guy for a really long time. And he and I got the tour a couple times back in the day. And really, I think it was mostly like his band that helped uh, my band, The Bigger Lights, kind of get on the map with... Uh, with people just everywhere in America, at least. Um, it's Mike Gentile from Hey Monday. Mike, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be on my show. Uh, Ryan, I, I am so <laughs> happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a privilege. I, I love that we're having to do this uh, via technology. You know, if you were in LA, I'm sure you would come by to the, uh, the Adobe studios, you know? Yes, um, yes. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Man, I I really think that like this tour that I did with you guys is probably one of the most fun tours I've ever gotten to do, like in, in my lifetime. You know, yeah, um, yeah. And so I just you know when when bands get started, you know everybody kind of thinks that like you start a band and then maybe all of a sudden you know within like a year or six months things might happen to you. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know. There's some unrealistic expectations when, when you start a band, but I just want to take it back to like when you were growing up and I just want to know, cause like, look, I, I grew up in Utah, right. Right. Going to like punk rock shows and stuff like that when I was in like middle school and high school. And I'm always just like wondering about people's journeys, just like along the way, you know, and I've known you for a long time, but I didn't really like know your story. <laughs> and so yeah, that's why I want to have you on the show. Cause I think that people that listen to the show are trying to always figure out how to get from like point A to B, you know? Yeah. Um, man. Well, also, thank you for saying that. That's super kind of you. Um, that tour, you're right. The Let's Make a Mess tour was such an incredible time and it was so much fun, man. And I just remember like touring with you guys and, and, and you're right. It was one of the most fun tours ever. It was just like, it was an incredible time, but I also just love how our friendship has just kind of remained and continued and been consistent over the past like damn man like it's been like 15 years yeah i know that. dude that's which crazy. is really cool yeah which is really cool and I, i've loved like you know following your career and and seeing all the different things that you've done and, and made happen i mean you're one of the nicest and most talented dudes in the game which is uh you know it's 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 you know so so there's something to be said about that but uh it's just cool that we can still like connect and have have remained consistent over the years but um Dude, man, i really appreciate like, that that's that's a lot <laughs> yeah well you know hey yeah hey, uh you're very welcome um i mean taking it back like really i think I, I started playing guitar in uh maybe like fourth grade i was at like um a summer camp and i heard damn it on like the somebody was playing damn it on like the loudspeaker and i was like whoa what song is this this is so cool like the dirt and 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 i was like i i need to find out what song this is and then my dad was driving me to school one morning a couple of weeks later school had started and i listened to buzz 103.1 which was like the mm -hmm. local radio like alternative radio station growing up in south florida and like west palm beach and damn it was on the radio and i was like that's the song that's the song that's the song and then the you know the the radio the you know the mm -hmm. djs or whatever were like hey it's blink 182 damn it and i was like i did everything i could to like find out about the band and then like get dude ranch and stuff like that and then for christmas i asked for a guitar and my my mom got me my parents got me like an acoustic guitar and i had no idea how to play it what no idea what to do with it mm -hmm. um and my grandma, sweet, sweet grandma, went to church and she knew this lady in like the church choir that played guitar and mandolin. And she was like, oh, I, I, I'd love to like teach your grandson, you know, how to play. So like, she, like I'd start go over like once a week and she'd teach me like cowboy chords, you know, like I learned how to play like C chord and G major and, and stuff like that. And then um, when it really kind of kicked in for me was that summer was trying to connect the dots and still like obsessed with like punk rock, like the, the stuff that was on the radio and like the late, you know, like offspring was mm -hmm. a big, was a big one. And like, I remember like uh, I'd be in like fourth grade and the school talent show and like these kids in eighth grade, they played like um, 
pretty fly for a white guy and smells like teen spirit. And I just thought like the distorted guitars and like the loudness and the energy of like being in a band was cool. And that's when I was like, dude, I want to be in a band. I want to play guitar. I want to figure it out, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I went on a trip. I played baseball growing up. My, we, I was went to Cooperstown when I was like 12 and my right. cousin was a musician. It still is my cousin, Bobby. He's awesome. And he's probably the reason why I like really got into it. Like, went over to his house, went to his basement and he had all these electric guitars everywhere. And I was like, could you play the riff from damn it? And he's like, yeah, dude. I th-. And he, he was like a heart in it, like punk rock and stuff, but hardcore. Like, so he showed me like American nightmare and like all of these like really cool, hard, hardcore bands from like, you know, back then. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is cool, but like, could you play damn it? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I think I remember it. And he's like, he like, turned on his like you know the distortion channel or whatever and he's like and i was like that's it like that's it that's it so then like i got hooked and i started just you know like everybody else playing in garage bands with your friends in middle school and then in high school i that garage band turned into like a local pop it was like a pop punk band that i played and it was called aniston and we played with these bands the um the aubrey drive which was Alex Lipshaw's first band. Okay. And Easton, which was Elliot's first band, and Blake, which was Cassidy's first band. So we all used to play together. This is like the early to mid 2000s. Okay. So we all, all of our bands used to play together at Ray's Downtown Blues Bar. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I've been Ray's. there. Oh, dude. Oh, of course I've been there. I had a. Yeah. Um... I was on a tour with the Friday Night Boys, and like one of the opening bands like broke my kick drum pedal. It was like it was an accident, but man, yeah. like back then I was so pissed, and like I yeah, it was like one of the like last that, that would happen at Rage. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of the last days of the tour. I was like, God damn it! Like, and I had like no money back then, man. I had nothing, yeah. and I'm yeah. just like, you yeah. guys got to pay for this shit. And it just it was this whole battle, dude. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's what that's what Rage remind me of. It's like in a little strip mall, right? Yeah, yeah, the downtown <laughs> Clematis strip. I mean, it's not yeah. there anymore. It's been since replaced multiple times over by different bars and stuff. But back sure. then, there was like Raised, and there was Spanky's, and there was the Kelsey Club, and there was like Club Ovation in in Boynton, and then you know the Culture Room and yep, Revolution room. are still down in Fort Lauderdale. So, anyways, um, yeah, I would always my 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 band in high school would always play with everyone else's, and then. Went away to college for a little bit. My band, I went to UCF in Orlando and the band would play around. And then Cass asked me to like start playing guitar in Blake. Like she needed a guitar player. I was like, cool. Like I was still, you know, always close with my family and it was only like two and a half hours. So I'd come home on weekends for like different shows and different things and stuff like that. And then Mm -hmm. with Blake, we went and played this conference in Orlando uh the atlanta it was like the atlantis atlantis music conference or something like that okay it was in atlanta um and it was pretty much just like a bunch of panels where like you know different people from major labels indie labels radio teams and stuff like that they'd come and you just like would kind of sit at the panel like and you you know it was like how Mm -hmm. to get signed or how to get a good recording or like whatever you wanted to learn get out of that panel like you'd go to like that panel you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like we went and we went to one of the panels and after the panel um everybody like had demo cds you know like like the our first like couple singles or whatever that we recorded on just like burnt cds and everybody was like all right after the panel everybody pick one panelist right that you just mm-hmm. go up to you introduce yourself you give them a cd and you just say, hey, like, you know, I'm blah, 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 from blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Yeah. And the gentleman, the gentleman that I happened to just walk up to was this dude, Jay Heron. And he was an AR for Columbia at the time. Yeah. And um we were just like talking, and he happened, his parents lived in Boynton Beach, which oh, is okay. where I lived, like where my family was from at the time and like where I grew up and he was like, dude, no way. You're all like South Florida. Like I know exactly like Wellington, like Boynton mm. beach. Like I know, dude, that's so cool. Like whatever. And then, so he listened to the demo 
And then you were like, you could like set up a showcase or something like that. Mm. So we we did like a, you know, like a performance or whatever. How long were you like guys a next... band at this point? How long was what, Blake uh, like exist? How long was Blake a band at this point? Like when you were in it? So Cassidy had been doing Blake for this was this was in 2006. Okay. She had Blake had I, I want to say it had been, it had been going on since at least like 2004. Okay, so it's like a couple of years into it. Yeah, because like I remember my senior year of high school, all of our bands played this thing in Wellington called the Mix. Like mm-hmm. Wellington, it's just like a you know a town in in Florida. It's like a little out west of of West Palm Beach, but like that's where Cass and Elliot and Alex grew up, and right. I grew up like maybe like fifteen minutes southeast of that. But like all of our local, all of our high school bands played together mm-hmm. at that show, you know. Right. So it was like really wild. So um, anyways, fast forward to like I start playing with Blake and yeah. and uh. Yeah, we we just we did this showcase and they're like, man, like, do you guys have like something, something cool going on? Like, we'd really kind of like to keep in touch with you. And then things just kind of went from there. And then they were like, we just decided like, hey, like, if there's interest, like, let's maybe like try to because Blake was kind of like people that were was like her old manager put together and it was like a thing. So we were just like let's just start a new band. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, let's start a new band with all these kids that we like all grew, we all grew up playing together. So that's like how Hey Monday started. Um, We got Alex from the Arby drive and we got Elliot from East end. And then we needed like a bass player that could sing. So we kind of like had a couple of people try out and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then um, we, we were making that the first record hold on tight and management were like hey like we know this kid that we think he would just like fit in perfectly for the band and it was jersey and like oh, no way. we ended up okay. like hanging out with jersey and uh dude it just like worked and then we made the first record and it was just like hit the ground running from there you know were you guys signed at that point when when you like started making your record or no the it was like in the works it okay. was in the works it was like it, it was like so this is like the the record came out October of two thousand and eight. Okay, we started working with well Ozone and yeah. Crush mm-hmm. shortly after that conference because that's when Jay was like uh, Jay from Columbia was like, yeah. listen, man, like let me link you guys up with this guy. I think he'd be really great for the band. And that's when, you know, Boys Like Girls had just put out their first record. Mm-hmm. Metro Station was happening. And uh, We The Kings was, ha- you know, put out yeah, their first sure. record as totally. well. So that's when we were like, okay, cool. Like, let's, so we took a trip up to New York and everything just like happened super fast after that. Wow. It was like, yeah, man, like Columbia was like, all right, if, 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 if Ozone's on board, then like we're on board kind of thing. And then Pete got involved and then Decadence like took a bit. It was really like more of that, like the Decadence thing. Mm-hmm. Like we had the, the the Columbia backing, but it was really like the push from Decadence, obviously. And Pete that really gave us that. Yeah, the, the, that set us off on that trajectory. You know, did you guys even have a following yet when all of this stuff was happening? Like replaying shows as as the band Hey Monday in, in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we started, we started doing like some like local things and then we, it was like, we, the Kings had their, um, I've want, I forget, man, it's been so long. <laughs> it's fun to like go down memory lane, isn't it? It's, it's so fun. I'm trying to remember. Cause I can remember like, it was like, you know, you had all the Florida bands then you had like, uh, obviously we, the Kings. So like, We'd play, we do like Florida run like little runs with them. You had mm-hmm. Go Radio was yeah. uh, like Jason had just started Go Radio. So that you had There for Tomorrow. Yep. You had <laughs> my getaway. Yeah. So we would do like we were doing like little Florida runs with all these bands. Um 
And then like while we were like making the record and just kind of getting established as a live band and like Elliot's parents were super cool. Like, I've, as you know, like everybody always practices that the drummers grow totally. up. hundred million thousand percent. So yeah. like Elliot's parents were super cool. And I mean, every like thinking back on it, everybody's parents were super cool. We were like a right. bunch of 17 to 19 year old kids. And then they were like, yeah, it's fine, man. Like you don't have to go to school. Like, do this, go for it. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Everybody was really cool about it. Uh, and yeah, so we, I mean, man, that like when all that was going on, we like all we would do was hang out at Elliot's every day, like all day, every day. And we would just practice and we would just like write and work on stuff and then work on the set and like do all, of, just do that, do all the, those things that you do, you know? So I, so at this point you were already like sort of in college when this was happening. Everybody. I had already dropped out of college. Okay, you, point. yeah, and then everybody else, like, what, what was their? What Did, was their they thing? didn't. They hadn't even gotten to college yet. They had all like just graduated high school. Uh huh. Okay. So this was all happening. I was like a year into it, and I okay. remember like when we found out that the band was getting signed. That's when like I told my roommates and stuff in Orlando that I was like, "Sorry, guys, I gotta find somebody to like." Mm -hmm. take over my room or whatever you know because yeah, it was totally. like that, that college apartment like where i had like three roommates that i went to like high school with. we were all best friends kind of stuff you know mm -hmm. so yeah. a buddy of mine like moved in uh to my room and then like i guess i moved back home but yeah i mean i moved back to, to west palm but um that summer like leading up to like making the record we made the record that summer summer of 2008 so like while we were doing that, it was back and forth between like New York City mm -hmm. and then L.A. for like different like things. Um, yeah. And and it just yeah, man, it just happened fast. And then that the first tour that we did, like the well, the first tour that Hey Monday did, like the first real tour outside of like the different Florida runs and stuff like Weekend mm -hmm. Warrior things was um, the cab. We did the Why So Serious tour with the cab. Wow. And that was uh the cab, uh -huh. <laughs> a rocket to the moon, and this providence. Ah, oh, what a great what and a great that was, fucking lineup. Yeah, just, dude. It was, it was not not so even all fun. these musicians, but just like people, you know? That must must have just been like the best time. Dude, it was so much fun. And I can remember like at that point in time, because in high school, uh like Remember like MySpace, so like you can make like a MySpace yeah. song. Like, totally. I remember. I remember. Truth and reconciliation was one of the song, like my MySpace songs for a little bit from from this Providence. So then when we went on tour, Dan was like, Dan and Gavin were like, dude, you wanted to like come up and play this with us? And I was like, fuck yes, dude! Like, <laughs> that was like the coolest thing. I was like, you guys were my MySpace song. This is so sick. Yeah. Um, so that toy was that toy was really fun, man. And then yeah, and then. After that was the the We the Kings, the Academy is mm -hmm. tour. Yep, that tour. Um, and then there was like you know there was the Fallout Boy tour, which was insane. Oh my god, yeah, I bet that uh, was wild. That was a nuts tour. And then mm -hmm. yeah, I think after that was the the Let's Make a Mess tour. And then we then I that was like one of my first tours with Bigger Lights. You know, mm -hmm. I was I was in California. This was like late 2008 and i was just like i had left i am ghost and i decided i was just going to be like a uh like a hired drummer you know yeah and then and then topher got a hold of me on myspace and was like yo aaron stern from matchbook romance uh told us that we should like have you in our band and try you out and like we got these people as like our managers and like we're doing this and this and i was like fuck yeah let's go you know so like i, yeah. I ended up trying out for the band and then we just like I I don't think there's been another band if I'm being you know completely honest um there hasn't been another band that I've been in where we've all we were all just like best friends you know it just it just hit off immediately and like we just hung out like all the time you know whether we yeah. were on tour or off tour like we just always were in a practice space and, and that lasted me like two years two straight years of just like you know relocating I didn't have like really a place to live I would just like you know go visit my girlfriend in New York at the time like when I wasn't um when I was on tour or I would just like crash on like JK's, you know, fucking parents couch and sometimes yeah. and, and that, but that's how we all lived back then. Like e even like yeah. Dan and like 
you know, Chris McPeters, if they're listening, but like, yeah, I, <laughs> but it's just like, uh, that's really crazy to hear that, 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 that first headlining tour that you did was after like a few of those, you know, support tours. Cause I was going to say like that tour, man, again, it was one of my first tours with bigger lights and there was just kids coming out like all the time to that shit, that show, you know? Yeah, man. Like, it was I really mean... special. And like all the bands on that bill, like I've made some like lifelong friends that I still, you know, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is something that happens with you, but I think about this more often than I think anything else from like that time. And the people that all of us were privileged enough to, you know, be yeah. around and, and, and play with tour with learn from sure. all of those things. Like, man, like, I don't know for me personally, I feel like all of that stuff was so crazy and it felt like it's not like things happen overnight, but no. things happen quickly. Um, everybody like paid their dues and did their thing. But like for us, like you said, like, yeah, like it was crazy. Like that was the first headlining tour that we did after doing a couple of those crazy big tours. And like you look back on it and I can remember being like 19, 20, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I was 21 on the Let's Make a Mess tour, I think. And and I just, man, it's just like, as much as you felt and were trying to be present in the moment and soak it all up, in hindsight, it's. It, I still feel like I almost took things for granted. Dude, I, not, I know what you're going to say. Not because I took it for granted, but I was just so ignorant to the, like or naive to like how incredible of a time that we were just all existing in was that like, you just didn't realize it cause you're in the middle of it Dude, but now. Like looking back on it, it's like, Holy shit, man. Like, yeah, I, I want to talk about that was. Yeah. I want to talk about, uh, about all of that more, but we have to go to one quick commercial break. And then when we come back, uh, Mike Gentile from the band, Hey Monday. So, uh, don't go anywhere on IW radio. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> oh we're back oh mike why didn't you tell me that story earlier man that's fucking crazy which story no i'm i'm just kidding i i just uh i just i just told you a lot of stories and they're all pretty crazy <laughs> i just i just i do that to everybody man um all right so we're we're back you know and uh mike where where where, where were we actually oh i remember now we were talking about the part where we all went on tour and we were taking it for granted right is that see the the reason why I took it for granted is because I just never wanted it to end. So like while I was in it, I was like, okay, what's the next thing though? Yeah. And that's how I've been living my life for, oh, I don't yeah. know. Well, that's, that's years. exactly it. That's exactly it. it. It's like when you're in that moment, right? Cause it's like, yeah. you're, you're a lifetime, you're, you're a musician. So you're always thinking about like the next thing and and that lifestyle is so fast dude one of my favorite stories though from that tour and you and it sucks because you weren't there because you know you had this you had this big fancy bus and you were headlining all these kids and people and stuff and all of us were in a van and trailer i'm just kidding <laughs> but like um but i'll never forget this there was this one trip we we drove from florida do you remember this or no we drove from florida to uh i think it was like dallas or something we had a day uh, off texas yeah yeah that was always the routing i don't know why like why the fuck we're just skipping three states yeah, yeah 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 dude there was this one time though where we got all the bands and like uh some of our friends in like mxpx were like they're like oh, i mean i could talk about it now it doesn't matter but they were like hey so like if you're like a band and you like bring like Cracker Barrel, like a CD and a poster and stuff. You guys could eat there like for free. Dude, I remember. <laughs> go on, go on. I remember this being a thing. I yeah. And so like, uh, so like all of us, dude, like it was like this Providence. God, I love this Providence. They were literally like the best band ever. To tour yeah, with. Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Big Daddy. God, dude. And we still got to talk about him too. But like, <laughs> dude, it was like this Prov and Stereo Skyline and Friday Night Boys and, right. uh, and us, you know. And I just right. remember on the day off, we all had to drive. We we're like, we like caravan all four bands. We're like, all right, we're just going to like hit the road together. We're like, let's stop at this Cracker Barrel. So we all go to this Cracker Barrel, right? There's like fucking, I don't know, 40 of us, maybe, you know, yeah. 10 people in each van. 
So we yeah. go, we call ahead. We're like, hey, like we're in these bands. We're going to go like to Cracker Barrel. Dude, we show up and the manager was like, all right, guys. Hey, thanks for coming out. Here's like two free, you know, t- tickets for, for meals. And we're all looking at each other like, uh-oh, like we're like fucking broke, you know? And so, and so like Big Daddy's like, hey, uh, can I come talk to you? So- can, I, can I talk to you for a second, Big Daddy? You always call everybody Big Daddy. But he, he like was talking to the manager of this restaurant. I swear I felt like an eternity that we were just there. Yeah. 20 minutes later, Big D comes back out and he goes, All right, everybody's got to pay like three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, it's just I like, re- All right, I cool. That. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I remember God. that story. Yeah. Because I yeah. remember being pissed that we missed it. <laughs> Dude, it was so fucking fun. And then I remember too, we were, uh, we we ended up at like Brian's house from stereo. Do you remember that? Yeah. Scene? Yeah. Cause he, he is, was like outside of Dallas. Yeah. Like all the bands just like went to his parents' house. We just like fucking partied and like there was a daiquiri machine and like, I'm sure like, you know, the, we won't name who did it, but like some, it wasn't me, but it was like some people like took a piss in like, like the corner of the house. Like people just got too drunk. The daiquiri <laughs> machine killed me though. It was so fucking funny. And then I just remember the last, the last day of the tour, man, everyone, just everyone was hung over so bad. Like every single uh, member. I mean, at least I mean from my my experience. Like everyone yeah. was just like dragging ass the next day. You know? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember that. At, oh my uh, god. We played where we played at the uh it was the warehouse in Houston. It had like a or maybe no, it's it was called the Meridian Room now. They they changed the name. It wasn't the warehouse. Meridian. Do you remember that spot? We had to like go up the stairs. I've only I only know because I've been there one other time and it was this or no, I've been there two other times since. But um, one of them was to see like Henry Rollins do like a spoken word. I had a, I had like a day off in Houston once. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But anyway, that show was really rad. But it was just all of us were fucking, you know, so tired and just hung over and sluggish. Yeah, well, and dude, also I for think- I, and I'll never forget that tour, dude. Remember those, fu- dude? I swear to God, they were selling better than CDs. You remember those fucking wristbands? Oh, dude, I, we were literally <laughs> joking. About, I was joking about those the other day with with Jersey because yeah. like he. He like changed his handle back to like some jersey, like whatever. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, uh oh, dude, time to get the little fucking <laughs> wristbands yeah. out. Ah, fuck. Dude, that, yeah, that girl, Jack Vanek, she, uh, she made a revolution off that shit, man. But like yeah. all the bands are doing it. And I remember dude. like we were looking at like Stereo Skyline. I swear they probably sold like, you know, a thousand dollars worth of wristbands every night. And we were looking at each other. Oh, like, yeah. okay, we, and, we, which is crazy because they were like, what, like $5 a wristband or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like they were. Yeah. Like Hartley was selling them. Dude, it was so Hartley. funny. Dude, I know. Hartley was like, get your wristbands. Keep your hearts beat a beat, beat, beating. Get your $5 wristbands. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm just, dude. I don't give a fuck, whatever. I'm just saying, whatever. But dude, it was it was like a really fun time. And then like, you know, like Andrew Goldstein went on to be like a super uh successful producer of yeah. our time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love everybody on that tour. Literally, and then I think we toured with like this Providence probably three times after that and just had literally the best time ever. And, yeah. And now yeah. I I live down the street from Dave, Mr. David Blaze. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I just Man, that tour though was so great, and I kept in touch with everybody for a really long time. I still kind of yeah. do. That's so yeah. fucking good. No, but that that tour, I was gonna say, man, I think the the two bands that kept bigger lights afloat, swear to God, it was it was probably you guys and Never Shout Never. Those are the two. Oh, that's awesome. That oh, made us fucking like, never. I, dude, I love those guys. Chris was Chris was rad, dude. He was such a they fucking were good. So dude. much fun. We yeah. we did a few tours with them too, and. Uh, all those guys, man, all of them. They they were so much fun to tour with. Yeah, they were so much fun. They were just great dudes, yeah. you know, southern southern gentlemen from yeah. Joplin. Yeah, I mean, like their their fans ate us up for what whatever reason, man. And uh, yeah, it's the know, vest. Those, those are some really yeah. <laughs> the vest, <laughs> the, the vest, bro. Let's make a vest tour instead of let's uh, make a vest. Yeah, dude. So okay, so now we're at the point where you guys are. <laughs> that, that took like 20 minutes that whole story but like yeah. we're we're at that point in your life like when what what happens like after that like that that era of like hey monday like where where does your life go because so, i know you were probably in the band for what like another year and then you you guys kind of took like some time off right yeah yeah so the so the band we stopped so that was 2009 so yeah. then after that we did 
I think, it, okay, I'm trying to think chronologically, and I'm not, like, the best with that, but, yeah. like, Lipshaw is the fucking guy that, like, remembers He's every show, every venue. Uh-huh. Okay, so after the Let's Make a Mess, there was, there was a Glamour Kills tour with All Time Low and Friday Night Boys, yeah. I think, and, like, and then there was a spring tour, a not, I think that was an, another one, that was, so spring of 2007, that was the AP tour. Okay. With the cab every avenue the somerset and then 2010 was warp tour yep and then fall 2010 was the was with cartel uh, yeah Topher and, and i came to that show we were like in la trying to like Car- yeah look for a manager and we just we ended up getting like super hammered at your guys show like on cartel's bus like just very just, on brand that yeah. was very on brand yeah 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 <laughs> sounds about right sounds about right that yeah. uh, that sounds like something that would have happened yeah uh and so then so right so that was the, the that fall tour and then yeah. after that was uh the dirty work tour yellow card all-time low so you're, you're taking me through the whole shebang so yeah uh, yeah because i'm thinking about it in my mind right um because we did a lot of cool fucking stuff right and then after that one we did uh, we did we did south america and we did yeah i think south america mm-hmm. and then like some u.s states and then cast just you know, like that's when, yeah, we kind of, the band kind of went on hiatus and, okay. and, uh, cast did, pursued the solo thing. And mm-hmm. man, that's when the rest, well, cause obviously since that, like Jersey left the band in like, 2010, it was 2010. Uh-huh. It was 2010. Uh, sometime. It's so I crazy when you're touring, dude, that, that two years of my life though. You know, it yeah. must have been like four for you, four or five, mm-hmm. maybe. But like, I was going to say, it feels, like a, like, it feels like a lifetime. It does. You know? it's, but I it's remember, not. I can remember during that time, like, it man, it was like for that stretch of like three or years or whatever it was, like, I think we were home for a total of maybe like a month and a half every year. So it'd be like a couple of days here, a week there. It wasn't mm-hmm. like consecutively a month and a half, but just all of the days added up from a year. Like, so we were on tour, like 10, 11 months out of the year, all of that, all of those years, you know, those three, four years. But yeah, so Jersey left the band in 2010. Elliot left the band like in like September of 2009. Um, So yeah, it was kind of like the band went through its Mm -hmm. stages and, and phases. And then, yeah, in 2011, you know, the band, like, yeah, like, we went on, on like, a hiatus, and Cass went, uh, she did her solo stuff, and everybody kind of did their own thing, and that's when I really, I started another band called Rescue Kid. Um, yeah, with, uh, with like, Eddie, right? With Eddie, yeah. yeah he he plays for Michael Ray, and, uh, like, Alana Springsteen now, he's, like, in the, in the country world, mm-hmm. he lives in Nashville, still one of my best friends, like, I, still, dude, I, I run in, the, when I'm in Nashville, and I, like, go out, I'll, I'll text him and be like, hey, like, what are you, what are you doing, and he's just, yeah. like, the, he's the most, like, positive person, dude, he's the most ever. amazing human, like, he deserves, he's the most hard, he works so fucking hard, and, like, one of the nicest humans on this, Face the, the, never heard him say a bad word about anybody. Yep. Never see like he's had some of the worst luck ever. Like it'd be like Eddie, what's wrong today? It's like oh my fucking car blew up and my bank account's negative. The, the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he'd always still just be like yeah. the most happy and positive dude. Like just the kind of guy you want yeah. to be around because he you know makes you feel good. But um, so anyways, yeah, yeah started yeah. Rescue Kid with with Eddie, and um. That is kind of when I realized out of like necessity, I got into like producing okay. and mixing and mastering because I'd always been like a songwriter or like one of the songwriters for all the bands that I had been in. Mm-hmm. And that was like when Garage Band and Logic were starting to get like good, you know? And I realized like, okay, I'm more of like a songwriter. Like after Hey Monday, I was like, oh, dude, fuck it. I'll just go and be a guitar player for somebody. And mm-hmm. then I realized I fucking suck at guitar compared to like the people that are playing 
for like it's like you know like say you'd go to like an audition and like no. the dude playing before like you, you you just wouldn't even want to go into the you know what i mean like dude, that's you're, how i felt you're so, you're so full of shit that's how i felt okay. so thank you i appreciate but that's how i felt especially at the time so i was like okay like if my thing is like songwriting i need to figure out a way to like show people my ideas right okay. yeah so so i started kind of getting into like garage band and then like kind of got decent with it and then everybody was like, dude, you need to just get into like logic. And Andrew Goldstein was one of those guys. Like, oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, man, just start like getting in. Cause again, like, you know, keeping in touch, staying friends with everybody that was mm -hmm. like always like what I just love to do. Like, I just, I'm fr friends. Like, I like yeah, to man. like hang out, have a good time. Like, like what we always, you know, yeah, I mean? you, you and I have like really never like skipped a beat, man. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if there was like a couple years where we didn't talk, it was just like, it'd be like, we'd pick up right where we left off, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Life exactly. happens, you know? Exactly. But. Exactly. So, so, uh, yeah, man, I started getting like better at it. And, and that's when I was like, fuck it. I'm just like the band, rescue kid. We went to this dude, um, Brooks. Uh, Brooks Pascal, who's in like the uh, like the Afterlife kid, like he had he's got this project called Surprises. Okay. Incredible uh, songwriter producer, and we did yeah. the first EP with him. And then it was like, okay, we need to do more, but like the band didn't have any money, so I was like, mm. fuck it, I guess I'll just learn. And that's what I did. I just kind of like baptism by fire, got into it, and started producing the band. And that, and then I was like, okay, like. It's not like bad, like it 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 sure. sounds decent, you know. And then I just kind of became obsessed with like audio engineering, producing, mixing, mastering. I dove into that, and Alex Lipshaw, yeah, at the same time was getting into it. So like, <clears throat> dude, him and I would hang out every day, and we would just nerd out on plugins and techniques and this and mm -hmm. that, and even like JK and stuff like we'd like message back and forth about like drum sample libraries and just yeah. trying to like be sure. a sponge and, and taking as much as I could. And then like, just like I, you know, that the fucking saying like, um, you know, 10, putting your 10,000 hours in or whatever. Yeah. Like mm. I just, you know, so I did all the rescue kids stuff and then I kind of started mixing and mastering and producing other bands and then i got really really into composing for film and tv and that's like kind of what i just dove into because like um i was like oh man like i could just make songs in my underwear from home and i don't have to like depend on five other people you know what i mean <laughs> sure, like dude to yeah. get a song done and then like that was like when 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 plugins and logic and daws and sample library started getting really good so like i didn't i didn't need to go to a studio to like get the things you were trying to get, get. the things yeah. i was trying to do like i went out to seattle and worked with a couple of composers and they were like working out of logic using all emulations of stuff and i was like mm. what the fuck like that's possible like you you could really do that and they're like yeah man like yeah like it's very possible and you don't need kind of, pro tools <laughs> i mean that just kind yeah. of like blew my mind that like yeah. a 25 year old kid or whatever like whatever i was at the time like i could just use my laptop and get good sounding samples and like whatever yeah. like the go-to amp sim and libraries were and 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 just kind of like learn and and then i realized like the only thing ever holding me back was like my lack of knowledge sure right okay. like it's yeah. like so I was just like, okay, I just have to learn. And then, okay, you go to YouTube. And back then there were resources, but not as like there were now. Like some of the, like I used to watch this one called like the Recording Revolution mm -hmm. and Pensado's Place. And I would just be obsessed, dude. And instead of going, it kind of reminded me of being a kid. Like when I was in eighth grade or like high school, yeah. instead of going out to party, I'd be in my room listening to my favorite records, figuring mm -hmm. out the songs by oh. ear. Yep. And then- it, that kind of happened that was like my mid to like late 20s like instead of going out i was sitting home like watching youtube tutorials and listening to mixes and be like how the fuck does that sound so good how do i right get it to sound like that you know yeah. and that and that kind of like 
it's been the past 10 years of my life, like getting into that. Um, and then I started, you know, so yeah, like composing and producing, composing for film and TV and producing and mixing and mastering for other bands, you know, and then just hanging out and doing. Yeah. Doing I mean, I would, I would see you like in South Florida. I, th- I think I would hit you up every single time I come to town, you know? Yeah. 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 Through, through all of your different, you know, projects, projects that yeah. you're playing with, you know, and Dude. it's true. And we'd yeah. always fucking hang out and we'd always have fun. And like, so it's funny, like you've kind of been around for my yeah. whole you oh, know, yeah. thing. There's you a couple know? other things I want to talk about with you, but we have to go to one more quick commercial break. And when we come back, uh, I have Mike Gentile from the band Hey Monday. And God, what a, what a pleasure this has been, dude. This is so awesome. What a treat. What a treat <laughs> it's been, it, it is to be with you. All right. We'll be right back here on Adobe Radio. <laughs> oh, my God. Where oh, Ryan. Gone? Jeez. Can't believe you told me that story off air. God. Yeah. You know, it had to be, it had to be off air, you know? You know what sucks is I not sucks actually I shouldn't say that I I have done uh like a hundred and I don't know fifty of these and I've had like uh, one repeater guest and uh or no two I've had two repeater guests and man I've done this to every single one of them what that laughing bit where I'm just oh. like oh man blah 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 like whatever I've done I just I've done it to every single it's probably like it's not it's funny good, anymore man. I just keep, I just keep doing it it's not funny keep it keep it's it not, keep it's not it. funny at all it's no not. it's great. Okay. So, okay. So, oh, I know where you're going. So now, now we're back. We're back here yeah. on Adobe. Um, I was going to say, I remember one of the first times I saw you in like South Florida when um, we, we had like a day off, my band did. And I remember we were at like some restaurant and do you remember this or no? We were at some restaurant in like West Palm and there's some like crazy block party going on. We're like, what the fuck is going yes, on out here? Yeah. We saw vanilla ice. It was vanilla ice, dude. We were like, what is going on here? And he's saying like fucking, uh, go ninja, go ninja, go, you know? Yeah, dude. I, I remember that. Holy shit. Yeah. And then, and then that same night we went to, uh, Oh fuck. Where was it? We went to, we went to like some, some bar and then like we met or I, for the first time I did, I met Chris Martin, not, not Coldplay guy, but, uh, yeah, photographer yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Photographer Chris. Yeah, yeah. And he was hammered and he was singing like an angel at, at karaoke. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, that was that respect. Yeah. Which, I was like, right across guy? the street from where Ray's was. Okay. So that's another thing. So I don't know if it was you or Elliot. <clears throat> I can't remember this, but like I put a show with I am ghost at, at that place, not Ray's. No, it was, it was this ah, fuck. What was it? Respect or Spanky's. No, it was Ray's. You know what? The other place I was talking about with you was Will's pub. It wasn't Ray's. Is that uh, what Will's pub, wasn't Will's pub in Orlando though? No, it was. Yes. That was one. Fuck. I can't remember this other one. It was, it was like far South and it was really shitty. So this whole oh, time. Oh, 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 wait, 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 hold on. Um, <laughs> fuck dude. You know what I'm talking about, Pe- right? It was in Pembroke Pines. Yes. Yeah, it was. I thought it was it, called Will's Pub. It was really no, tiny. no. Oh my god! That's where the kid what broke was, my kick pedal, man. That's what. That's what I was trying to tell you. No, what was it called? Oh my god! It's gonna bother the I'll, fuck I'll out of me. I'll, I'll find it on a laminate and I'll text you. <laughs> Dude, that's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah, it's fucked up. Oh isn't my it? god! It's not Ray's because th- they were like the first venue they would record it. Yes. Yeah, it, oh was, my- it wasn't culture. It wasn't culture room. It wasn't. No, that no, it was. It's down. It was down in like Pembroke Pines. Um, you remember this spot, right? Anyway, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll come back. But what I was gonna yeah. say is, like, my band, I am Ghost at the time, played at this little tiny spot, and I think it was either you or Elliot that came, and you were like, "Yeah, like I opened up for your band," or like we hung out that night, or some shit, some version of that. It was like oh six. I don't know. Oh if it my was, god, it was, dude! What you was, were it fucking- was out west. Fuck, that's gonna drive me nuts. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I love this shit. Yeah, Blake used to play there all the time. Like Kevin, Swamp Grass no, Willies or some bullshit. What was it called? No, Swamp Grass Willies was in Gardens. Oh, okay. This well, was down in Pembroke Pines. Mr. Burns was <laughs> right. Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the name of the guy that he was fucking cool. Like, it, oh my god. Mike, Jesus, dude. The talent right. farm? No. Well, I'll, you know what? I'm going to find out. I'm going to use Google okay, and I'll okay, find out and okay, I'll text okay. you. It, it, it was something stupid. Anyway, yeah, but like, I, yeah, I guess you and I hung out in like 06 and we didn't even realize it. It was, it was either you or Elliot, I swear. Um, uh-huh. 
And then, yeah. And then there are other times like we've, we played like the buzz bake sale. You come and hang yeah. out that shit. Like, dude, I've, so I've been keeping in touch with you. You, you've played with some other people along the way, you know? Um, I guess we have like, we have like eight minutes left. which is just crazy in this episode, but like, Damn. <laughs> I know it just, it just went by like that. Um, so you, so you're, you're in South Florida, you're doing all this stuff with like different bands and different people. And you're like sitting in for, you know, God knows who, whatever. <laughs> um, what, uh, how did, how did this whole like, Hey, Monday thing come back to life? How was it like, Hey, you know what? We're going to play when we were young or like, you know, we're going to get back in the same room after Dude, fucking, like, it was a literally, it was literally, uh, uh, dude, no, it's been 50. I mean, it's funny. Cause like, we've all stayed in touch. Like yeah. I have my own, we all have our own relationships in the band. Like, you know, everybody, but like, I've got my own friendship dynamic, et cetera, yeah. with everybody in the band sure. and like have kept in touch with like Tass and I have kept in touch. Uh, Alex and I have kept in touch. Elliot and I keep in touch, and Jersey and I, I've kept in touch with everybody yeah, over the dude, years. Totally, singularly, you know what I mean. Yeah. And everybody's been doing their thing. Um, <laughs> and it literally the way that it happened was, fuck, dude. Maybe like maybe like two weeks ago or something. Cass hit me up, and she's like, "Hey, that like, was it, really." Well, this is coming that, out in January, so so you mean like she hits you up in like October or something. Probably no, right? it was like n- like no like no November way. really yeah yeah I was like it was like right before we announced it literally like I guess the she had been you know in touch with the festival and they were like yeah. hey like you know like we would really this is what's going on for this year I'm trying to like see when it was like it was like, like November yeah. it was in November, okay. so yeah, like yeah, November. Yeah. and and she was just kind of like hey like you know like let's do it again let's do it like we i want to do like original members like yeah let's let's do it let's like go. are you down and i was like fuck yes. yeah and dude. she was like no way really and i was like of course yeah let's fucking like this is incredible dude, so then I, like everybody yeah. got back to her and we started like a group chat like it was like right like it was like it's like nothing had happened you know? right yeah it's like it's like yeah yeah, just, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's incredible yeah yeah exactly. dude i saw her this year i went to i went to like a like there was like this little party that was happening at a bar somewhere in uh you know south of nashville southeast uh-huh. you know and uh it was like a little like industry kind of mixer and i went there and i was just sitting at the bar and this girl comes up to me and for like, for, I swear to God, three seconds, I just didn't clock it. And then I was like, oh my God, that's Cassidy. Holy yeah. shit. And she came up to yeah. me and I was like, Hey, how's it going? It's been like, dude, yeah, over a decade. yeah that's how it happened. I didn't, I didn't that's expect to see her. I, you know? Like, we, like that, yeah. the, the one of the first times I went to Nashville, it was like, I think maybe 2017 or eight something like that. Like, yeah. and I was just at a bar and you know, like she was doing her thing, like career wise, right? Like yeah. th- those first couple of years, everybody kind of just went and did their own thing as, as most people do. So sure. like, w- like after this, we had all been, in- but she- I heard somebody be like, Mike. And I was like, who the fuck? Like, yeah, somebody's, e- somebody's either about to like throw a drink in my face or like fucking bear hug me. And luckily it was the latter of the two and it was cast. And she's oh. like, Oh my God, what are you doing here? Like yeah. whatever. And then like, you know, so, um, that, yeah, like that was, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Like I saw, I think I saw her in like May, you know, uh-huh. and I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like what's going on? And yeah, that was, that yeah. was that. Yeah. So, and I, I haven't seen her since, but I, I have a feeling I'll probably see you guys. You know, at at that festival, you know. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys think you're doing any more shows before that or after that, or is there anything like uh, rumbling? Well, of- I think I think we're we're just we're gonna see. We're obviously we're doing the festival, and we're like that's like kind of like our focus as of sure. right now because it's like you know how that goes. It's like it's a little less than a year away, but that shit, yeah, comes up fast. You know. Oh yeah. So 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 that's like our focus. Um. And I think we'll probably play the festival and be like, wow, that was fucking incredible. And we'll just, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, you know? Totally. I mean, yeah, I just, I like all of you guys and I, I know you all individually. I feel like I talk to you more than anybody else though. I talk to you and like sometimes Elliot, 
you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and well, Cassidy. We, we all love you. Cassidy, Cassidy has the same number, you know? Yeah. So for everybody <laughs> yeah. out there, it is a five, three. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> just, just naming off numbers. Um, what's the LA area code? What is what, that? Fucking like a, a million of them, dude. There's there's like 818 or 323. Uh, okay, 818. Everybody, contact Ryan's you in 818-696-6969. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, the thing, the thing that's fucking crazy about, like, tours and bands and going on the road and just meeting new people, you just never know what's going to happen, man. You know? Dude, you never know. You never know. I mean, again, like, some of, like, so I was thinking about this before we were doing that, like, the, my two favorite people, and, and I say this, like, no bullshit that I've kept in touch with the most over the years from all of the people that I've been lucky enough to meet is you Aww. and Josh, Josh Withenshaw. Oh dude, Josh, Every Josh Avenue. rips too. I love Yeah. Him. Like you two guys for whatever reason are the two guys that like, I just, we always, it's always like we, we get yeah. on the phone or whatever, or see each other a couple times yeah. a year. And it's always just like, it's always been. You yeah, know? you know, I'm gonna be. This is by the time this episode comes out, I'll have already done this. But I'm I'm going to uh, Florida for New Year's this year. Oh, uh, where to, in Florida? I'm going to Orlando for for Damn New it. Year's. I'm gonna be in Fort Myers. Uh, uh, I'm playing a show with Riff Raff. No, dude. We yeah. have like two minutes left, and then now you drop that bomb on fucking everybody. What the hell, man? I, yeah, I play guitar. I mean, I knew that, right? but I just this is your story, not mine. I can't like you know. So yeah, plot twist. That's that's a that's a whole nother uh that's a whole nother thing in itself. Well, dude, um, that's so we a have whole like another episode. That is a whole nother episode, dude. We have like a minute and a half left. How uh, if people want to find out about you and uh, all the things you're doing, like what's what's the best possible uh, way? All, all, all the handles those, slide into those DMs, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do they find uh, you? No, no, no. I mean, I, 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 uh, I like to, I, you know, it's not that I like try to keep a super low profile or anything like that, but I like to kind of like live my life and social media is not like a, sure. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, a thing yeah, yeah. For, like a huge thing for me, but I know it's important. So I've got, you know my instagram yeah that's just at the michael gentile um okay. i still have my twitter i don't think anybody really uses that anymore. i don't think anybody does either i'm i'm in the process of uh trying to get it back it's been a fucking year dude really think, yeah like it got hacked and someone was like selling macbooks and shit and i it, like it happened like kellen quinn and like josh from yellow card and i went online and i was like no i didn't fucking do this shit fucking idiots you know Fuck, dude. yeah i guess fucking I, like honestly instagram I, i'm active on instagram like that and that's like if you want to keep up with what's going on like yeah when hey monday stuff posts like anything else that i'm doing it's kind of all through that outlet so my in the instagram i feel like we just hit the surface of everything and mike thank thanks so much again for being on my show man dude, I, thank I really appreciate you for it. having me man I, I appreciate it this has been so much fun dude it's been it's been a fucking blast so okay um we have to wrap up here on adobe radio but coming up next here on uh adobe is gone fishkin i can thank him for getting me a show here at adobe but uh yeah I guess Mike, thanks again, man. I will I will be seeing you when we were young, unless I'm on tour somehow. But I I, I have a good feeling I'll be at that festival. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan, and thank you, Adobe. Thank you guys for having me. Hell yeah. All right. We'll see you next week here on uh Ryan Seaman and Friends.